these nuts. Welcome to the Matt and Jerry Show podcast. Oh, goodness gracious. Far out. Not again. Creepy. The satanic underbelly of Dunedin. Part two. Would it kill us to extend it out into Christchurch as well and possibly further south into Southland and Invercargill? What do you think the most satanic city in New Zealand is? Dunnis Heart. It just works for Dunners, the aesthetic of the place, the... What are we listening to? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to come back to what I was saying there. When I was a teenager, I worked in the Echo Records on George Street in Dunedin, and through university. And whenever... Because this movie, The Omen, used to play on TV a lot. And whenever it played, you knew the next day. Because back in the day, you, like, you couldn't just go online and get the music you wanted to hear to. But the next day, when this movie had played on TV, and I reckon it played on TV once every couple of years, because Sam Neill's in the third one, isn't he? People would come in and buy Kamina Barana. Kamina, you know Kamina Barana? Oh, yeah. Is that, the, is that the, an opera or a... Yeah. Because they, they, they thought that this tune was... Oh, tune's Oh right! Okay. Oh that one! Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh Fortuna. Oh Fortuna. Yeah. Oh Fortuna. Where am I getting Camina Barana from? What's Camina Barana? Camina. Camina Barana. Camarina Barana. Ooh, I wanna take you to my. That one, Bermuda Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. No, that that's Kokomo. Oh, Kokomo. Or is yeah. it like that banana ad from when you can't beat a banana, energy high, calorie low, any time of the day? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, oh, oh, oh for- <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's terrifying. <laughs> so, it's Carl Orff, Kamina Barana, O Fortuna. O Fortuna from oh. Kamina, Kamina oh. Barana is O Fortuna. So, this one here. So this is O Fortuna from Kamina Barana by Carl Orff. Far out. Carl who? Carl Orff. Fuck Orff. <laughs> Carl Orff. <laughs> that reminds me. That reminds me. That was good. We had a teacher at our school. And wow. he used to say off instead of off. <laughs> and Royce Helm, his name was Mr. Helm. He was a science teacher. And it was the only thing we did for an entire year in Form 1 was attempt to get Royce Helm to say off. <laughs> so every question had nothing to do with anything he was talking about. It was always just to get him to say off when he was talking about planes taking off. <laughs> and it, and how, he, how, do you get, how do you work someone around? Because we've got, today MASH is preparing for the interview with the Prime Minister tomorrow where he's going to ask the question. No, we're not, no, we're not doing He's going to ask the question. Uh, Mr. Prime Minister, mm. is is are you taking GFC off nuts? Mm-hmm. And when the Prime Minister says no, or yes, I'm not sure what the answer is, you're going to go, what about D's nuts? How do you work someone towards saying off, like to set it up? It was an intense challenge. This is the thing. <laughs> like people would be asking really dumb questions and he'd be like, things like what what is the opposite <laughs> to like a plane, when, when a plane lands... Uh, 
does it. <laughs> yeah. What else can a plane do? And he'd be like, "Why would you be asking this question?" And said, "Well, we're just we're trying to work out this inertia thing." And he goes, "Well, we'll be taking off." All oh, right. And so it was. You would have to try and work basically with things that are on and off. What's the opposite of on. Yeah, that was really basic questions, and he would think that there was something wrong with you. But just that you were dangerously dumb. Well, the opposite of on is off, but also there's on and under. Oh, on top Above of. Above and on top of. And oh. Underneath. Off. 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 Take your clothes off. <laughs> Excuse me? So what you, what you should have done is you started stripping naked in the class and you go, stop taking your clothes off. <laughs> so anyway, people in... Um, <laughs> Yes, what you should have done. That's extreme, man. That's extreme. Well, you would have been basically sent to Mr. Irwin. If that happened, you would have been straight down to Mr. Irwin and maybe expelled. Oh, sorry. You're the only one here that's been expelled from school. Do you guys want to know what the most, the top 15 most satanic buildings in New Zealand are? You yeah, oh, go. yeah, okay. Uh, it, can I guess a Seacliff mental institution in there? I'm not sure. I'm just looking at number one, and it is not number one. Okay, what's, what's number, number one? one? In no particular order. Yeah. In order. You just said number one in no particular order. Well, I just it's just listed as number okay. one. Okay. Lanark Castle. Yeah. Satanic. Number one. Yeah. One of the spookiest places in New Zealand. The Lanark Castle was Especially famous. When the old is going hammer and tongs and then that, pounding away. That could be why they haven't written that on here, saying that's why it is the most satanic building. There are still what, echoes going on in the in the stables area from when he did that pounding. Stables was there too, with him. Really? Right. That was just. <laughs> I thought that's what you said. Oh, in the stables oh, area. Sorry. So yeah, he was pounding stables. away in stables. <laughs> uh, no, he wasn't pounding away. Hang on, I thought it was yeah, Miss County's stables. stables. I thought it was Miss County's manicure. It wasn't Miss County's manicure. We've worked that out. Hey, I want to get um, the old Haver back for another royal investigation. Um, maybe you could sort this out, Ruda. Yeah, sure. Uh, right. A full royal right. investigation into the events around Gore, the gay capital of the world. Yes. And I'd also like to investigate uh, a full royal investigation into Jeremy Wells' birthday party about two weeks ago. Uh, there's some situations on that dance floor that need to be investigated, uh, and they were all conducted by Mike Hammock himself. He played so a great just, set. Jeez, he really he played some absolute bangers, the old Haver. Okay, uh, what's the second most satanic... Number two. Uh, the Vulcan Hotel. Where's that? Uh, one of the most popular pub hotels in town. The Vulcan, the Vulcan Hotel has a room 101 that, has, that is avoided by all today. It is said that a prostitute by the name The Rose was a regular here. One night she entered the hotel with a male client and she was found strangled to death oh. the next day. Oh, well, okay, well, we know what happened there. Unnatural experiences like water boiling in the kettle when it was switched off, noises in the corridor, and male guests being held down or strangled have occurred here while uh, they Are sleep. we talking about the most haunted, are these the most haunted places in Dunedin? I think that's the idea here, but it's said satanic. Okay, okay. keep going, keep rocking on. Number there. three, the Carlisle House. The year 1912 saw a raging fire accident which took the lives of more than 40 boys. The Carlisle House oh, was an in Auckland. orphanage for boys yes. and ever since the fire paranormal incidents have been observed children's laughter is one of the common ones that they've heard well Mashy, Carlisle House so when you're going down Richmond Road in Ponsonby or in Graylin whatever you want to call it yes um, and then you guys know that one you're cruising down Richmond Road you're going straight ahead straight ahead straight ahead and then you do that right hand turn yeah, yeah. 
from Ponsonby Road. I'm talking from Ponsonby Road end. Yeah. It's that old building that's straight ahead of you there. That's dilapid. It's bro- it's just been left. It's derelict now. Oh, bizarre. So people actually don't want to touch it. No, I think it's owned by the Church of Tonga. Interesting. But it would cost too much to do up. Moving on to number four. Yes. King's Seat Hospital. Oh, yes. With a history of being one of the largest psychiatric hospitals in the country, King's Seat Hospital saw a lot of death in its time. It is said that the death of a staff member exceeded the number of patients, probably due to the increased mental and emotional trauma. A lot of the suicides were committed on those grounds by staff members. Sightings of a nurse popularly called the Grey Lady are seen in the corridors here. Oh, spooky. Are we having fun? Do you know, know, can can I just stop the countdown to tell you guys a little story? The scariest building... I've ever been in was when I had a job in London as the overnight security guard for a Victorian debtors prison in Angel Islington. You were a security guard. Wow! Yeah. For, it was uh, the 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 prison, which was actually a film set at that point, but you had to stay, and it was multi levels under the ground. Debtors prisons in Victorian times, if you had debts, you're put in prison, and you couldn't get out until you paid your debts, which was very hard to do because you're in there. So anyway, my job was to stay overnight. So they filmed in the day. I'd stay overnight and be the security guard to stop things being stolen. Man, it was scary. And you had to go down multiple levels no and shit. check all the cells. And they were old Victorian cells, not used anymore, but they were so small and they were brick. And uh, it's, it was actually known as the Cripplegate Prison when it was opened in 1850, And uh, uh, Charles Dickens writes about it in the P- Pidgewick Files about as the most cruel and inhuman prison in London and uh, the, the one that you didn't want to go to. And, and I found, when I was reading up about it, I found this newspaper article about it way back from about 1850 saying the absolute cruelty of the prison is that they let everyone out to mingle together. So there was no, you couldn't even hide in your cell from the shit that was going down in there. So anyway, I'm, I'm rocking around there looking at it. And the funny thing is the, the, the torch I had to investigate for some reason was like hung like a, like a gas torch. Oh, God. But it was a battery torch, but it hung like you held it from above. And so I'd have to go and do my rounds down like four stories down into the, um, into the bowel of it. And the bottom floor was water, black water. So it was completely dark and it was flooded. So you had to walk through it in the water around the old Victorian cells. Was this the place where you were chased by a rat? I was chased by a rat. No, 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 no. That was on Fulham High Street. Right. Um, but there was a splash at one point that I heard somewhere, and I freaked out and I sprinted out. <laughs> so I was down there looking around because you've got because you've got to make sure that the the water dripped in wouldn't drip on the on the electronic gear and stuff because was, they were shooting a music video in there for this band called the Swans um, at that time. And there was another thing that I was I, I was I was called in whenever they were doing anything to be the security guard. It was good money. No one else wanted to do it. But at one point, I was in the dark in the bottom level, four stories down, um, just making sure that this bit that wouldn't leak into the other bit, slightly complex. And then I heard the splash in the dark, and I was just holding it together. I was so scared. It was one of those places that's just so freaking scary naturally, even just by the door, because I'd mainly do my security by sleeping up against the door. I'd lean against the door right at the top, as close to the road as I could. But I was down the bottom, and there was a splash in the water like there's only me there and I just fucking hoofed it turned just I screamed like a like a little girl how did you scream I was like actually I didn't scream like a good girl it was this real guttural scream that then echoed around it was like oh I remember the scream oh I can imagine that 
and then I turned to run and I fell over and splashed down into the water and then the torch flew off into the water and, and went out. Oh no. And then, and I couldn't really see my way out, but I could see this kind of pale shape of what the door was. Ooh. And so I sprinted to that and I sprinted up the stairs and I was fucking, like, I could still feel the, the chills down my fucking spine as I'm sprinting up. And then, and then I just sprinted up, ran out the front door and abandoned my post. And then I went across the road and drank in this pub while I watched it. And then, and then when I was drunk enough, I went back in. And then the next night, I bought a bottle of, full bottle of um, uh, Jack Daniels. And and so I did drunken security. So just to get through, it was so scary in the Cripplegate wow. um, prison. How long were you there for? How long did you work this place? Two days. For? Yeah, it feels like you should have only worked there for two days. So each night started at seven and went through till so 12 hours and overnight and so let's say i did that five times <laughs> was it pre-cell phone this was in 2002 so you had cell phones but they just texted yeah well you, you, you would be fucking crazy to fire up a tel- cell phone and ring someone yeah but who would i ring no so in those that you'd just be in your own thoughts yeah, you by yourself just, with your bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, sitting there and hearing these noises, trying to read a book. No wonder no one else wanted to do the job. Well, the whole thing was done by on um, uh, generators. So at night they turned the generators off, <sighs> but they also needed you to make sure that the cameras were fine downstairs. And there was a sort of a concern that someone might be able to get in through, even though most of it was underground. There was a concern there was one way that people might be able to get in. So you had to go and. Did you have a gun? Did not have a gun. So how are you going to ward people off if like, there were four maybe assailants who decided to steal all the equipment? What were you going to do? I don't know. That's a very good point. <laughs> Just you were drunk. But I don't think they'd ever be able to get the stuff out. They could maybe get in, but they wouldn't be able to get the stuff out because you'd have there was only one exit, which was the big metal doors at the top. Would it have killed you to run an Alsatian? You should have had an Alsatian with you. Well, I invented the greatest idea I've ever had in my life while I was doing that, and it was called Sleepy Dog Security. I think I've told you about my idea. Yes. So it's expensive to have security guards because they're awake. But what about getting 10 security guards in for the same price as one? But they just sleep. They just set up their beds and they sleep at every yeah, entrance. Right. No, they're hopefully they're awake if something happens. Yeah, they, they wake up, up something, if something happens, not, but they just right. sleep. So I was thinking, well, there's one entrance in here, yeah, an exit. So I'll just get paralytically drunk and lean against the entrance. But then one morning when they turned up to see what I was up to, you know, the next day, because one day I sort of... Sort of stayed outside a little bit, but then they couldn't open the door in the morning because I was fast asleep. So when the crew turned up, the first people at the crew, they were trying to open the door, they unlocked it, and they're trying to push it, and I was like, whoa, whoa. and then they woke me up, and I was like, oh, yep, I'm, I'm, I've totally been doing my job. He's there's a bottle, of booze. There's a, bottle of, there's a bottle of Jack Daniels lying on the floor beside me, and some lobe and some doms. Continue the countdown of the most satanic places in New Zealand. Number five, Spirits Bay. One of the lesser spookier sites, but one that is definitely frequented by spirits. People believe that they've seen people disappear to the satanic afterlife. Legend says that this is the place for people to pass onto the satanic afterlife, and people often view people have often viewed from the car park people walking along the beach. And disappearing into one particular spot. Spirits Bay, number okay. five. Have we got any evidence to support that? Oh, well, hang on. Okay, number six, Napier Prison. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. What's seven? 
the number seven Waitomo Caves Hotel. Oh, oh yes, yeah, that I know that's spooky. That's scary. scary as been there. That's scary as a nun's. Been there. What's is number the nun, eight? Is a nun's what? Excuse me. Continue. Built on the ancient land yeah, of okay. Maori, yeah, no, what time? What's it is believed the Maori princess haunts this hotel yeah. with the reputation of being the spookiest hotel in New Zealand. Incidents of noises and screams, she children's hot? laughter, and even bathtubs dripping blood have been reported. Yeah, she hot? What the fuck? How hot? What's number nine? There's nothing. Man, there's nothing here about how hot the uh, Maori princess. Well, who's writing this thing? I think there's key information we need to know. Can someone tell me about this place, Waitomo Caves Hotel? Why did you guys all go? Oh, because we've been there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, it's one of those places with a vibe. It's like the toilets at the Narawahia um, pub. Very scary. Oh, oh, I'm real vibe yeah, there. That's, that's a whole other thing. Funny you say that. Number eight, the toilets at the Narawahia. <laughs> <laughs> when's, when's the Chateau going to come? Chateau. Oh, there it is, the Shet. And number eight, oh. the Shet. Chateau. Yeah, spooky. Was a woman's asylum in the 1940s. Yeah. It has been a site of murder, suicide. Yeah. And accidents, which makes it one of the eeriest places in New Zealand. Yeah. Curtains moving on their own, doors opening and closing, and some incidents common here. It has also happened that unwelcome yeah. guests find their bags packed and ready to go so in the morning. So, is the theory here that spirits can't quite get out of these places, like they can't seem to exit the walls, because spirits can't go through the walls? Because why is there never any um, haunted G.J. Gardner homes? That's what's always fascinated me about spirits and stuff like that is why can't they leave the place that they've can't they, they stuck can't they bug, why do they have to stay there can they not go somewhere else would you say that a GJ Gardner home or a Lockwood oh, home or a Goddage is scarier I uh, used to run a thing with my nephew I used to run a thing with my nephew where uh, in the in the wood of the Lockwood used to tell stories about how the there was a surfer who was killed out the front of our, our place Pawanui, and uh, he was then transformed into the into the grains of the wood of the roof, nice. and you can see his eye coming out because there was this eye that one grain looked like an eye, and I was like, "That's the eye of the surfer right there." Like the wow. brown eye, or what? and um, he he didn't want to come back to the um to Je- our beach Jepsi. after that. The Jeps eye. The Jeps eye. Uh, no, it was just his actual eye. Okay. Yeah. All right, moving on down the countdown. Uh, number nine, Otera. O-T-I-R-A. Otira. Otira Tunnel. Oh, yeah. If you find a friendly man helping people in this tunnel, it may not actually be a man. <laughs> might be blurb. a woman. That's where I think this might be getting. While there is nothing too spooky about it, the story says that a Scottish man was killed during the construction yeah, of the hot. tunnel. He apparently helps people as he himself struggles to find his way home. Is he hot? Nothing here about how hot the, the Scottish man is. <coughs> how dumb is he? Follow the train tracks, mate. Like those train tracks will lead you somewhere. Can we? Can we like You're not uh, lost on the? Push. Can we accelerate this to the end and see yeah. if C Cliff made it? This Let's go fast. Number ten, Rickerton Racecourse Hotel. Oh yeah, okay, shit, yeah, fucking scary. Yep. Eleven. Why is it so scary? Oh, fucking scary. Boring. Why is it so scary? Hang on. Uh, um, just scary. Continue. Dead no. horses. Camp Adir. Oh God, I've been there. Camp Adir in Narawahia. Main Lodge. Camp Adair is located near Auckland. It is was a popular spot for school uh, picnics. The story says that a group of children was killed by their teacher there, and that the teacher can still be spotted roaming around these grounds. Not the Hugh Lambie wing. The Mary, yes. La- the Mary the Lambie. Lam- the Hugh Lambie wing. The Mary Lambie wing. With the subway. Hugh Lambie. He went to my school. Number twelve. The Jubilee Pavilion. 
Yep. If you're in the country for oh, too yeah. long, oh, try yeah, catching yeah. a couple yeah, of yeah, games boring. here. Yeah. Believed to be yeah. a homeless yeah. man who oh, enjoyed yeah. the yeah, weekly. No, 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 yeah. It's believed oh, yeah. to be a homeless boring. man in there. Yeah. There's freaking yeah. homeless people everywhere. Oh, Jubilee yeah. sounds fun though. Thirteen yeah. Lake Alice Hospital. Oh yeah, yeah, that's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was my other option other than the NSAD Drug Treatment Centre in Martin, where, I, where was the incident from my expulsion. I could have gone to Lake Alice. That's my other choice. Right. What's wrong with Lake Alice Hospital? Mental <sighs> asylum for quite some time now, with a violent history of these corridors. The staff. Here today also claims they have been haunted by former patients. Yeah. Incidents where people have been pushed or touched have been reported here. Great. Number 14. Erskine College. Erskine? Let's keep moving on. Yeah, Erskine College. Where's Erskine? Where's, this where's, sucks. Keep where's going. It, where's Erskine College? I don't know. Keep, keep going. What's that? Isn't that it? Number 15. St. James Theatre. Oh, you're what? boring. What about oh, wait, Sky like, City? What about Sky City Pokies area? Jeez, <laughs> there are some ghosts there. There's some demons. I can't believe they don't have Seacliff Hospital in Dunedin. Let me have a look at. I'm going to search up Seacliff. What is this, Mesh? Seacliff You've done no investigation for this. So, Seacliff Hospital in Dunedin is pretty freaking scary if you've ever been there. You've been to Seacliff? I would have gone Oakley. Do you know my dad? Do you know my dad used to work at Seacliff before it was closed down? Was he doing. Mental assignment? He was doing. Electric shock therapy on people? Um. No, it was sort of post that. He was telling me that he went out there once because, you know, when he was, at, at, you know, I don't know he was doing. He went out there to interview some people, <laughs> some people that had been in there for a long time. And and he's uh, around brain stuff. He said it was pretty freaking weird. He said mm. he went into this room and, and he just was taking people off into other rooms and interviewing them. And he said a lot of them were quite far gone. Yes. I but imagine. if you look up images of Seacliff Mental Hospital, um, in Dunedin but at one point because they had to lock the women in to protect them from the men because they had all these ass- the, the people in there they had to lock the woman in um, but uh, there was a fire in the women's thing but because they were all locked in to protect them from the men oh they oh. All, all 40 of them died what the fuck is Six, this building 60. this is terrifying what's that is this, this, is this what it looks like here is it with, the, if, with the nurses out the front oh Check this out. Come and check this out. It's the scariest shot in the world. What a nice building. Okay. So that's Seacliff. Oh, nah, man. That's Seacliff Mental. Beautiful building. Just the way they're standing there like that. That doesn't do it for me. So there's only rubble there now because I got. It's a place to do the nappy sand challenge because of all those white outfits. Racist. Why did they purposely. um, Oh my god, that one. Anyway, uh, let's put that to bed. I think that was a good, that was a good pot, actually. We take that good? around the back and shoot We it? actually do need to take a quick break and then come back and wrap things up, if that's oh, yeah. okay, because I do need to get another break in here. Thank you for sticking around on the other podcast, the Show Highlights podcast today. If you haven't listened to it, we have the four pillars of fruit and veg. We go freaking hard on the four pillars of fruit and veg. Veg. Fruit, fruit and bev. And also, we go deep into the Jonas Brothers. Oh. Really rip into those guys. And there was something else we did. Was there some other fucking thing that was going on? Kettle guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Americans don't have kettles. All right, it's well worth your listen. Give them a taste of kiwi from me. Bless, 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 bless. Uh, buy yourself a Let's Get Busy t shirt at mrvintage.co.nz. Yep. Say goodbye, Jerry. See ya. <laughs>